Welcome to the Manantial Church Podcast. We are here to reach, teach, and empower you with the Word of God. We hope this series helps you take you to the next level so you can enjoy the full life God has for you. Enjoy the message. Sunday should be a day of celebration and we get to spend time with the Lord and with each other to be able to say that God is good. Somebody say with me, God is good all the time and all the time. Amen. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2 today, church. If you have your Bible, open it with me. You can turn on your phone if you have your Bible app. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. I want to read the scriptures together. I believe there's a revelation of the word of God for us today. Ephesians chapter 2. I'm going to read verses 4 through 7. The word of God states in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. But God, who is rich in mercy... Because of his great love with which he loved us. Listen, because, his, because God is great in mercy, he's rich in mercy, and because he loves us. Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. Come on, somebody. Even when we were dead, even when we were sinners, he makes us alive with Christ. Somebody say with me, by grace, you have been saved. Verse 6 says, and raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He not only forgives our sins, he gives us new life, and then he makes us sit together with Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus, that he may show his goodness in us through him. It's by him, it's through him, it's for him that we are here today. Would you close your eyes with me? Let's pray. God, I thank you for your love. I thank you, Jesus, for dying for our sins. Even before we looked at you, God, you were looking at us. I thank you that you loved us first. And today, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would bring a new revelation, an empowerment of who you are in our hearts, that we may know, that we may know your grace, and that we may live knowing that you go before us. Right now, in the name of Jesus, any lofty thought, anything that's not yours, we cancel it. This place is free by the blood of Jesus, and our hearts are free in Jesus. Somebody say amen. amen. I just love this scripture, and I, I encourage you, I encourage you to take this into your heart and know how much God loves you. It says, by grace you are saved. Somebody say with me, next level. See, there's a next level of life in which you can start seeing the goodness of God everywhere you go. His goodness is so amazing that he loved us first, that he gave his life for us. It says that while we were sinners, he died for us so we may have a new life. I don't know if you have figured this out yet, but you and I are not perfect. I know some of you might think you're perfect, you know, but we need a Savior. Somebody say amen to that. He changes our heart. He changes our desires. Jesus came to this earth to give you a new life. He doesn't want you to live in that place anymore of desperation. He doesn't want you to stay in that place of sin. He's calling you into a new life. And Jesus gave his life for us. And I want you to read verse 6 with me. I want to go back to to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. And I want to read verse 6 with you. And it says, And raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places. Somebody say heavenly places. Sit together. He's inviting us. Saying, would you come right here? I, I, can, I can envision it this way, okay? I can envision it this way. Um, I love when people invite me out, out to eat. Anybody likes to go out to eat and fellowship with family? 
You know, uh, but I love it most when they say, don't worry, I got it. Look at the person next to you, tell them, I got it. It's so amazing to me to think that God gave his son for us. And Jesus says, I want you to sit next to me. See, if you and I will go to any place in any kingdom, in order for us to be able to sit next to the king, we would have to have a special position, a special title. Jesus says, I want you to come here next to me because I'm giving you a position, a different place where you're sitting, not because of what you've done or what you paid for or because of what you earned, but because of what I paid for. I want you to sit here with me. With Christ, you are seated in heavenly places. I need you to get this. You are seated where he is seated. Jesus died for our sins and he resurrected. There's no greater name than the name of Jesus. I don't know if, you've, if you have thought about this, if you can fathom this in your mind. We're in the year 2021 after Christ. Not, 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 after, not after Buddha. Come on, somebody. You know, not, not after Obama, not after your mama. Come on. Not after your last name. I need you to get this for a minute. He not only changed history, he is history. And when you understand who he is in his name, that's above all names, still right now, people don't understand how this can happen with all technology and everything we can do. The app that's been most downloaded till this day is the Bible app. Uh, can you get that? There's so many games, so many things you get because there is truth that sets us free. There's a Savior that paid a price. And not only did he pay a price and he say, listen, this is what I did for you. He says, I want you to come and sit with me. I want you to have a relationship with me. Say with me next level. Next level into our lives comes when you understand where Jesus is and also where you are. Where are you seated today? Where are you seated today? He says, you are seated with me in heavenly places. Uh, Jesus puts it this way in John chapter 1. I want to read this with you. John chapter 1. Jesus is getting his team together, the dream team. You are part of God's dream team. He's choosing his disciples who's going to walk with him. And he's telling them, tell them listen, um, out Peter, I want you to come this way. You know, Philip, I want you to come this way. And they go and they call Nathaniel. Now, Nathaniel is not close to Jesus. Jesus sees him from far off. And as soon as he walks in, he says, oh, I see a Jew in which the Spirit of God is, dwells in. So when, when Nathaniel comes in, he's like, where did you see me? He says, I saw you by that tree over there that you couldn't see physically. It's because Jesus was able to see. He can see you even when nobody else sees you. Come on, somebody. So Nathaniel comes to Jesus, and Jesus says this in verse 50. Jesus answered and said to him, because I said to you, I saw you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, most assuredly I said to you, hereafter... You shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of, of Man. Get this. From now on, you will see heavens open. Nathaniel gets close to Jesus and he says, Now you'll be seated with me in heavenly places. Somebody say, Heaven open. See, many of us know that God has more for us and there's a next level for us, but we continue to live out of this earth. And there's something greater for you and me that Jesus came to do so we can have life in the Spirit. Not, not, not anymore my emotions dictate who I am. Not anymore my physical body dictates who I am. Not even what I can accomplish dictates who I am. It's now what He says I am. That's who I am. So you need to start being seated with Jesus so you can see according to what He has for you. He says, I want you to come to a next level. I want you to sit with me. And He's calling His disciples and He says, listen, you believe in me? Because I told you I saw you. 
Now, I want you to see heavens open. From this day forward, does that include you and me? I said, does that include you and me? Heavens are open for you and I so that we can walk in this place where Jesus is sitting next to us. And in everything that we do, we can be rest assured that if we, got, if we walk according to his will, listen to this, not in my will, but according to his will, his blessing is upon me. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. I'm giving you some scripture. I want you to take this into your heart. Matthew chapter 6. Jesus teaches us to pray. Um, have you ever thought about, you know, uh, is Jesus listening to my prayer? You know, uh, is this really something that I should pray for? Jesus knows that we have that question. His disciples ask him, teach us to pray. Teach me to pray. Teach me to pray. And Jesus teaches us our Father, the prayer that we all know. And I want to read a couple of scriptures in that, and I want you to pay attention to it. Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 11. I'm going to read a portion of it. In this manner, therefore, pray. Jesus is speaking to his disciples. This is the way I want you to pray. Our Father in heaven. Look where the focus is going. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is where? Your will be done here where I'm at, the way it is where you are. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us what we need. Forgive us our sins. Deliver us from temptation. Guard us from evil. I want you to get this in your spirit and get this. Take us that way, God. Where you are, this is the way Jesus is teaching us to pray. Teaching you to pray, teaching me to pray. Somebody say with me, next level. If you want to go to the next level, you got to learn to pray. you got to learn to pray the way Jesus is teaching us to pray. See, back then, they wouldn't pray this way. They would just make uh, repetitions. Just like many of us grew up, just making repetitions. And God sees the heart. There's no point in you making a repetition if you don't mean it. So Jesus says, I want you to come to me, and I want, you to t I want you to go to the Father and say, Our Father, we belong together. You belong somewhere. Our Father, you belong to someone. He's yours, and you are His. Our Father who is in heaven, your kingdom come. Lord, be here and change my heart. You be the king of my life. Your will be done, not mine. Now, let's be honest. When was the last time you prayed for something that you didn't want? Every time I would pray, I would say, God, this is what I want. This is what I need. It's about my wants. It's about my need. It's not about what you want. It's not about what you need. I want you to pray. I want you to give me what I want. So we pray according to earth instead of praying according to heaven. I need you to get this. Wake up, church. I need you to get this. Now he's saying, you are seated with me where? I don't hear you. Where? Heavenly places. I want you to see what he's saying. I, I need you to come up here so that you can pray with the right perspective. If your prayer is about you, you're missing who God is. If your prayer is about what you want, you're missing what He wants. It says, God, I don't want to pray according to my will. What does He teach us to pray? Your will be done. I think we have a problem with this, though, because the way we see God dictates the way we pray. And the way we see ourselves dictates how close we get. Okay, can I repeat that again? The way I see God is, is the way I pray. And, and the way I see myself dictates how much I ask Him for. How many of you know that God is a good God? Amen. You didn't hear me. How many of you know that God is a good God? Amen. When? All the time. God is good all the time. Does your experience change who God is? No, let me tell you something. We, we need to stop changing God to our experience. We need to stop changing God to our prayer life. It's so amazing that I pray for two minutes and because God didn't answer, then I give up. 
When you see heavens open, you will not give up. When you see what he sees and you see his will for your life, you'll keep praying. Somebody say, keep praying. Next level happens when you keep praying. See, I, I was about eight, nine years old, and we would pray every day for my dad to come to church. Every day. Every day. God, I pray my dad will come to church. Lord, every Sunday I'll go in, Daddy, Papi, Papi, vamos a la iglesia, let's go to church. I'd be like, ah, uh, mijo, uh, you know, today there's football. Uh, you know, today, uh, uh, you know, he will try to be, you know, politically correct with me, but I will hear what he said to my mom. He'll tell my mom things like this. Listen, all those things, but going to church is, is for people that don't have a strong mind. I'm a doctor. I, I don't need to be going to those places. Those people are just being, you know, cocoa wash is what he will say. It's just, they're just being washed. They, they, they don't, they, they, listen, I know, I believe in God, but I don't need to go to church. Come on, somebody. What you're saying is, I don't need a savior. What you're saying is, I'm good. And it's so amazing. I need you to get this. It's so amazing how pride will rob, rob us from the goodness of God in our life. I remember I will pray for years. Somebody say years. Years, church. Years praying for the same thing, for the same person over and over. But my mom will pray differently. My mom wouldn't pray things like, God, please just bring him to church. God, please uh, let, let him stop drinking. God, because that's the way I would pray. My mom will pray different. She'll pray things like this. Are you ready? Say, oh, yeah. She'll pray things like this. She'll say, God, I thank you that my husband is going to be a man of God. God, I thank you that you're going to make him a preacher. God, I thank you that I see what you have for us in store. We were living in Juarez. She'll say things like this. I thank you that you're going to take us to the United States. <laughs> I think you're going to take us to El Paso. I think you're going to provide for them to go to a private school. This is my mom's prayer before it happened because she was seeing heavens open. Come on, somebody say next level. You got to pray according to what he has. God is not poor. He's rich in mercy. God, listen, God still heals today. So I need you to understand, stop praying. See, for years I could say, God didn't answer my prayer. But I don't pray from earth to heaven. Your will be done as it is in heaven, so it be on earth. Somebody say heaven to earth. I, I, I don't pray like this. I pray like this. Okay, you didn't hear me. I, <laughs> it's not going up. It's coming down already. It's heaven's open. Can I tell you, you will change your prayer. You'll go to the next level. You got to change your prayer. You need to stop praying for things that God already did in your life. When I start seeing what he has for me and the goodness of God in my life, I, I, I say, God, listen, how come you don't answer so many of my prayers? And he said, listen, you're not praying, praying according to my will. You're praying according to your will. If you want to see heavens open, surrender your will. If you want to see heavens open, surrender your will. But I want this, God. Can, some of you need to be like really jumping in your spirit right now and saying, thank you, God, you didn't give me what I wanted. I know you wanted that blondie. Come on. I know, I know you wanted that muscle man in the house. Come on. Thank you, Jesus, for, for not giving me what I wanted. But see, I cannot know his will unless I step, spend time with him. People know that when you try to pray, everything comes to your life. Like, come on, let's be real. How many of you, when you start praying, get, like the kid starts crying, the frijoles? Come on. Sit with me in heavenly places. Can I give you a couple of secrets to do that? Open your Bible. Not for an answer for your prayer. Open up, open your Bible to see what he has for you. 
Stop reading your Bible. Man, today I feel like I need love. Scriptures and love. Come on. It's a good start. Sit with me next level. God, what are you dealing with me today? I wanted to read about love, but I'm reading about forgiveness. From heaven. From heaven. He's changing your heart. He's changing your mind. From heaven. I start praying what Scripture says. Scripture says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Psalm 27 says, He is my light. He is my shield. I start reading. I start praying out of what He says, not out of what I want to say. His will be done. I put worship music that exalts Him, not worship music that makes me feel good. Okay, you didn't like that one. I start putting, you know, I start putting, you know, Paquita la del Barrio, Justin Bieber, whatever you like to hear to cry. Bethel can do that too. Because it's not about, I can make worship about me. I stop praying from heaven. And I see who he is. He never changes. Your situation will change. He will never change. So I start praying according to what he has. And uh, um, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, the scripture says, rejoice always. Somebody say always. It says always, not, not, not if you feel good, not if things are going good. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Pray all the time. In everything, give thanks. What's the will of God? In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. What is the will of God? In everything, give thanks. I was praying for a person earlier in our first service. It's telling me, Pastor, I've been struggling with some pain on my back. Which, phew, man, I, there's somebody that needs to hear this today. You know, you're going through, through back pain right now. God heals. God heals. And, and I'm praying with him. And he's like, Pastor, you know, but I'm going to tell you something. The doctors say that I should be in a wheelchair today. So I still have, I still have back pain. But I just want to come up to the altar for you to help me pray to give thanks to God because I'm walking. Somebody say, in everything give thanks. We start praying. The power of God falls on him. He's like, man, I feel better. There, there's something that happens when our prayer changes. It, it shifts the way I pray from heaven. He wants to heal you. You didn't hear me. I said, he wants to heal you. He wants to save your marriage. He wants to restore your marriage. He wants to save your whole family. Stop praying as if God is not big enough. God, what do you have for me? You're greater. That there's a prayer in First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10. Jabez calls out to God and says, God, if you would enlarge my territory, if, if you would give me more, and you would protect me, God, from evil, and if your hand be with me, God, if you're walking with me, and the Bible says, and God gave him what he asked for. I believe the reason he received that answer prayer was because he wanted to give God glory through everything in his life. His will hmm, is to bless his children. The Bible says, if you being evil know how to give good things, why do you think God will not give you good things? Okay, man, I'm, I'm sorry. I have to go here. We need, we need to break out of this thing. You need to stop expecting God, listen, to give you the bare minimum. He's not like your boss. Okay, you didn't let, come on. 
He's not like your grandma that had to feed 20 and only had for five. He's rich in mercy. He's rich in mercy. He wants to give you that peace that you're looking for. But I have to change my prayer. Somebody say next level. See, when I change my prayer, I change my vision. I see what he has, not what I have. I'm seated with him. Uh, it says, you're seated with him in heavenly places. What do you have, God? I want to see things different. Uh, I don't know if, if, if you've ever studied or if you like to watch Animal Planet. Anybody in here like Animal Planet? I like to watch Animal Planet. I, I learn so much, you know. And I, and, and I especially like, like to watch when they talk about eagles or lions, which is my favorite, you know, animals. I, I know the Lion of Judah is walking with us in Jesus' name, you know. And as, as, as I was watching, you know, about the eagles, they were talking about their eyes and their vision, the way they saw. And it said, you know, humans have a 20-20 vision. But the eagle has a 25 vision, 25 vision. So what does that mean? It sounds like it's less, right? You know, 20, 20, 25 says, listen, an, an eagle, if I go right now and I can see, look, I can see on the back. I think I see angel on the back. I'm pretty sure that's Ismael on the back. I have glasses, so I think that's as far as I can see right there. Okay, what it means is, is the eagle can see four times more what I see. Five times four is what? 20 so they can see four times so if i could see i don't know i'm gonna say you know 70 feet from here to there 50 feet from here to there they can see 200 feet do you get that somebody say with me vision i can see four times what i'm seeing right now um, in fact right now if you close your eyes with me if you're here if you could see the god that heals Amen. you've been you've been dealing with a pain just put your hand where your pain where your pain has been i need you to see him open heavens it's not the person praying for you. It's the God that loves you. There where you are, just put your hand where you are. In Jesus' name, God, I thank you. You're a healer. God, I pray that you bring back those vertebrates. I thank you, God, that you put them back in order where they need to be. I thank you for that. You take away that stomach pain. I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And people are watching right now. That headache leaves. God, according to your will, your will was to heal us as you gave us Jesus for salvation. Your will is for nobody to get lost. And right now, Lord, in Jesus' name. I pray your healing. Somebody say amen. I, I see my perspective different. And, and listen, I, I know as, 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 I, as I pray like this and, as, and as, I, as we look into this in Scripture, many times we lose focus because we think it's about the person that's praying. It's about the gift and the person. Or we think about it's, it's, uh, it's about the, the, the pastor that's doing or the person that's doing. This is about what he did for you. You are seated with him. God will use us together, church, when we understand that we are seated together with Him. The eagle is able to see four times more than what you see. Four times more than what you see. Now, that's an eagle. Who created the eagle? Our Heavenly Father. Could He see eternity where you're only seeing the problem? Could He see 10 years from now where you're only seeing what's in front of you? His vision is greater. So when, so when I go and I say, God, here it is. Here's what you want me to do. I'm going to pray according to your will. My prayer life changes. Then uh, as soon as I do that, my vision changes. And when there's vision, there's provision. Somebody get excited for that. Somebody say provision. When there's vision, there's provision. He will send me what he has. He will send me. He will give you exactly what you need for that moment of trial. That's the reason I said last week, his grace is enough. But I need to make sure. I need to make sure that I'm seeing the heavens open. I need to make sure that I'm seated where he is. And Jeremiah 33 verse 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. 
which you do not know. Call to me and I will show you great things. Come, get close to me and I will show you what I have to you. I'll open my vision. I will show you more than what you're seeing right now. Well, it's because this is what I'm good at. That's right. You're good at that. But God is greater and he wants to take you to something better. Have you ever done something that you couldn't do so that he can be glorified? Have you ever prayed something that you couldn't do so that you live by faith and not by sight? In Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2 to 4, as I'm getting ready to close, the scripture says, Habakkuk chapter 2 says, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision. Write the vision and make it plain on the tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak. It will not lie, though it tarries, wait for it, because, because, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Verse 4. Verse 4. Behold the proud, behold the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by what? His faith. But those that trust in God shall live by your faith. Listen, God has so much more for you. He wants you to go sit with me next level. He wants you to line up your prayer and your vision to what he has for you. But you, learn, you need to learn to walk by faith and not by sight. I, I feel that there's many people that God has invited to the table to sit with him in heavenly places. And they're carrying so many things. They forgot, they, they forgot the invitation that he did for your life. You've forgotten what he told you, where he wants you to be. He wants you, church, not what you do. He wants you to be with him. He wants to give you what he has, what he has already paid for. He doesn't give you what you paid for. He gives you what he paid for. He invites us to the restaurant. He invites us to sit and say, listen, I got this. Somebody say, he's got this. And he's working all things for good. But you will not go to that next level if you continue to pray from earth to heaven. You've got to pray from heaven to earth. And if I can tell you this, God doesn't see you the way you see you. He doesn't see your life the way you see your life. His vision is greater. And he wants to take you to that place <laughs> where today you can go to that next level. With him. With him. Seated in heavenly places. Will you stand with me today? I want to invite you to close your eyes with me. Why are you afraid of praying according to His will? Are you afraid of what God's going to take away from you? Why don't you want to surrender to His will? Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Could it be that you fall in love with, with earth and you've forgotten about heaven? As you have your eyes closed today, I want to invite you to be honest before God. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to stay connected. Subscribe to this podcast and follow us on social media. And remember that here at Manantial, we are family.